All right, this is your man, Sir Earl, coming at you. Uh, podcast number 148. Uh, today is Monday, um, about 11.30 a.m., all right? Uh, it's been really whew, rough couple of weeks. Um, so there's, uh, you know, some come to you on Monday. I was trying to get this thing up. Um, but we've just been having a lot of uh, ups and downs and a um, lot, of, lot of complex situations uh, that we had to take care of. So we've been just like crazy, crazy, crazy busy. Um, the, the first thing, uh, there's several su- uh, subjects that I wanted to cover um, that that's been kind of on my mind lately um the first one being um kim kardashian made a comment on uh the social media platform uh i saw it on facebook but it's been on facebook instagram all the other forms of social media and that comment was um people don't want to work hard anymore um and it's 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 hard to find good work nowadays and uh uh people went berserk i mean they were cursing out and they were you know you was born with a silver spoon in your ass and all this other nonsense and you know what's crazy is that um i totally totally agree with what she said and you know people assume because Oh, you know, uh, your father was rich and, you know, and, and, and you got so much money over sex. Say, first and foremost, it is nobody of age uh, that has not made some form of sex tape, trust me. Um, and and they're not getting, you know, whatever she got, $5 million or whatever she got. Um, and the other thing is... Uh, you know, you, she has taken uh, really basically no talent or the talent to draw attention and has managed to take uh, the money that she got. Uh, Ray J got the same amount of money and he's not nowhere near where they are. Um, she has made, it, you know, uh, off that publicity that her whole family um, almost every member have became billionaires. I know at least two or three of them are. And um, they didn't give her a billion dollars for the goddamn tape. <laughs> she had to work and make that money. So everybody assumes, oh, if I was given this, I would achieve that also. No, you wouldn't. Um, people have no idea. Uh, why do you think 90-something percent of the businesses go out of business within the first year or two um it's a hard hard deal um and and people always want to assume oh well you know if somebody had gave me this or if somebody had gave me that um i'd be able to you know be a billionaire also somebody could give you a billion dollars and you wouldn't be able to keep it nor make more off of it trust me on that um it's a lot harder than people think it is um, I give Kim Kardashian, I mean, I think she's probably less talented than anybody ever existed, which makes it even more uh, more of an achievement to have achieved 
the things that she has, her her family has, her sisters, her mother. I mean, they managed to make a lot of money out of being a bunch of nobodies. Um, that, you, that to me, from a business standpoint, I never in my life watched the Kardashians. Um, but from a business standpoint, um, I think you have to give it up to them that they were able to turn their two seconds of fame and a couple of bucks into uh, millions and millions and billions of dollars. And it's not an easy thing to do. Trust me, you still, uh, business don't give a shit who you are. You still have to go to work. You still have to find a product. Um, you still have to have a service that people want to uh, pay for. So they're not handing you anything. Um, so um, me and a couple of my clients who owns businesses, um, we'll all tell you that it's it's really, really hard to find good, hard workers. And we're broke. We're not the Kardashians. We're none of that. We are simple guys that's trying to pay your bills and, and you know, and make it. Um, so I agree with her 100%. It's, it's really, really difficult nowadays to even get someone to come work. And then when they do come work, they, you know, I believe it's... Uh, it's due to people make you think when you go to college that you get out and you're something special. Your parents tell you you're special. School tell you you're special. You get A's on the test. So you want to come into the business and you want to start out as the CEO. You want the boss's job. You know, uh, you think you're too good to start from the ground level. Um, I know as a trainer, uh, as a business owner, I started out vacuuming floors and wiping down equipment. And we still do it to this day. I, I'm not too good to uh, go back to what got me started. But a lot of people, and I interview people all the time. We're looking to hire some trainers now. And and that's, you know, people think they're just, oh, I'm too good to run to, the, to get some coffee. I'm too good to vacuum the floor. I'm too good to wipe up the equipment. I just want to start out at the top making the most amount of money. That's the attitude that they have. If they show back up for the fu to fucking second part of the interview, uh, most of them don't. So um, I, I totally agree with her with that. And I thought she got hammered over that um, when in reality, it's really, really uh, correct. Um, it, it's a correct statement. And it's something that um, I live through every day and uh, it's not easy. Um, it's really not easy. People don't understand. Uh, everybody think being the owner is the, the easy job. Um, it, it's a reason that uh, in the business that I've been in for the past 30 years, I've directly advised or someone that worked for me, um, probably over 20 people who actually got their uh, gym or studio or whatever open. Um, I would say about 20 out of that 20, uh, probably 19 of them have closed, went under, didn't last a year. Uh, and the one that's still open, I don't expect him to be open much longer because he had to go back and get a job to support, try to be his own boss, which is counterproductive. But hey, you know, that that's his issue. Um if it was easy, everybody would be a success. It's not as easy as people think it is. Um, you know, it's been 30 years, and I'm still working my ass off to try to get there. Um, so it's not as easy as people think it is. Um, 
So that's one thing. Um, I totally agree with the Kim Kardashian statement. Um, I don't agree with Kim Kardashian, but I agree with the statement. And I disagree with all the people that have, uh, oh, they was killing her on social media. Um, I've never heard a person talked about so bad. I called so many names in my life. They, oh, they, they roasted her big time. Um, so, you know, get off of her. All right. Um, the second thing that I wanted to talk about that's really, really hit home to me is that um, last, uh, today is Monday, so Thursday, um, my, my, my best friend, um, my, my, my Yorkshire Terrier, um, someone that uh, we've had the dog for 16 years, we had to, um, she became so sick that we had to have her put down. Um, and it's been like one of the hardest things I ever had to go to. If anybody ever owned pets, some people, I know I used to listen to people that talked about their pets, be like, what, you know, come on, dude, it ain't that damn serious. No, it's that serious. Um, I like pets more than I like people. I like dogs more than I like people because, um, dogs love you. Uh, pets in general, I never had owned a cat, but dogs in general, they love you unconditionally they're just happy to see you each and every day that you come home um there's no um conditions based on their love they can turn over the garbage can and make a mess and you can yell and scream at them five minutes later they're wagging their tail um begging you for some chicken breast so um they love you unconditional which taught me how to love unconditional without any bias, without any prejudice, without any anything. So, um, for 16 years, we had our Yorkie. She went and she went out of town with us all the time, and um, she was a really, truly a part of the family. And um, the the pain that I suffered in losing her um, probably borders on. Probably my most painful moment in my life was July of 1993 uh, when my cousin passed away. Um, that was a pain that, you know, I had seen people killed and uh, I had friends killed. And, and you know, I, I grew up seeing death at a close, close range. But um, that pain uh, of uh, losing my cousin, um, if you can imagine a horse kicking you in your chest and just the pain and the, the breath it takes out of your body and, and, and just, uh, it just depletes you. You lose half your soul. Um, losing uh, Michi, which is my Yorkie, um, borderline on that kind of pain. It, it's still, today is Monday. We, we lost her on Thursday. Um, she got really, really sick on Tuesday, so I kind of knew we would have to put her down. Um, I'm still trying to adjust to it. I, I still expect to uh, see her at the door. I still expect her to uh, beg for some of my chicken breasts. I still expect her to, you know, beg me for a treat or, you know, you come in the house and, like I said, she's just happy to see you and, you know, she licked you on your face, which is her interpretation of giving you a kiss. And just, um, it's it's been a, since last Thursday, it's been a really, really 
hard time for me and my family. It's very difficult to adjust to some some person. You know, I, I call her a person because she was a part of the family. And, um, you know, it's very difficult for someone to be a part of your life for, uh, we had her for 16 years. And, you know, every day, 365 days a year, for 16 years, this person was there. Um, happy to see you. They don't care what kind of day you had. You could be having the shittiest day and you come home and all she wants to do is love you unconditionally and play and get treats and eat your food and, you know what I mean, and make your day that much happier. They don't know you had a bad day. They just want love and they just want to give love. So it's a... Uh, it's really difficult. I, I didn't think it would be really uh, as hard as it had became. I, I really didn't. I thought, okay, well, you know, just get another one. I'm not in a rush to get another one. I will eventually get another one because uh, they just bring so much joy to your life. Um, but right now, I've had I've had people calling me, texting me, hey, you know, um, my neighbor, her dog just had some Yorkies. So if you want one, nah, it's kind of too soon. Um, it's kind of like really, really too soon. Let me absorb this and let me um, get my life back on some type of normality. Um, we have a lot of things that we're doing here. Um, I was actually starting a clothing line for her. I just got my logo done and got a trademark. And it was going to be sold for dogs or cats. And it was going to be called uh, Underdogs on Top. So it was just like I just got the logo and, and had it trademarked and everything like that. So I was going to be making a lot of special pet wear for her. And um, every time I see it now, I see the logo. It's difficult. All right. So the only people that will recognize what I'm talking about are people that are pet lovers. If you're not a pet lover, you'll go, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Um, I, I, if you are, if you do have a pet, you'll know what I'm, if you ever lost a pet, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't, um, I hope you never have to go through it, um, one way or another, but nothing lives forever, things change, um, people come and go, we're not guaranteed tomorrow, um, so, you know, um, we had 16, that's the bright side I look at, we had 16 great years with her. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it. She was, you know, a beautiful soul. My mother, who really only liked dogs, fell in love with her. And, and she's just was a great, great friend. Um, so here's to meet you, all right? So until next week, uh, I try to get this thing up uh, a little bit earlier. So until next week, this is your man, Sir Earl, and I'm checking out. Peace out, y'all. Love you, Mitchie.